Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we'll attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. I've been in the industry for more than 23 years now. I've been an enterprise architect and have done enterprise architect related work for more than 12, 13 years now. I've worked with many types of companies. I've worked with services companies. I've worked with software product companies. I've worked with financial services companies. I've also worked with pharmaceutical companies. I've also engaged with a lot of other organizations, talked to a lot of people in the industry, and there's one common thing that I've noticed across all companies. I haven't seen a lot of companies with an enterprise architecture capability. Even when they did have an enterprise architecture capability, most of them were focused on technology architecture rather than enterprise architecture. What I really mean is enterprise architecture teams look at things such as what are the new technologies that can be onboarded to the organization, or if there are new technologies that require to be onboarded to the organization, they do a review and see whether it's a good technology or not. But that's not really the job of an enterprise architect. Enterprise architects should be focusing on the business. They should be focusing on the overall enterprise and see how technology can truly enable the business to get more and more effective and efficient. Technology is definitely a very important part of that, but it's not just technology architecture. It's also business architecture, data architecture, application architecture, technology architecture, security architecture, and so on and so forth. And I don't really blame the enterprise architects for this because most of the enterprise architects that I know have their background in technology. So they either started their career as programmers or as infrastructure engineers or as software development project managers and so on and so forth. So it is obvious that they will have their focus towards technology. And this is one of the things that I see as a major obstacle in the development of enterprise architecture as a practice. Let me give you an example. Legacy technology modernization. This is one of the topics that's trending these days in the industry. Most of the organizations that I see have programs and projects that are primarily focused on modernizing existing legacy applications and technologies. The question here today is, do we really need a dedicated program for technology modernization? Now, these programs are created by enterprise architects because they are focusing primarily on the business of IT. They are a part of IT, and they think that technology modernization is going to improve the services that they provide as an IT organization. So they're focusing on the business of IT. But if you go and ask your business, let's say you're a financial services organization, and if you go and ask your business stakeholders if they are interested in getting the technology modernized, what do you think they're going to say? They're not really concerned about modernization of technology. They are users of applications and technology, and they will just say that 
my business is running just fine with whatever we have at this point in time. And and why are you asking me to modernize the entire application and technology landscape? And the modernization of application and technology landscape is not a cheap affair. It's a very, very expensive affair. Of course, depending upon the organization's size and complexity, um, the cost of modernizing technology is going to vary. But if you are a fairly large organization with 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 tens of hundreds of data centers around the world and if you intend to modernize your technology and modernize your applications and modernize your uh, hosting platform and move to the public cloud and so on and so forth then it's going to run into hundreds of millions of dollars and that's not really a joke now think about it you got you're going to the business and you're saying i want 500 million dollars or 800 million dollars to uh, basically change the hosting platform, change the applications that they're using and modernize them. Why do you think they'll care? One is they'll have to invest a large sum of money to modernize the application, which doesn't really technically directly impact their business. All we are telling them is you'll be able to do what you're doing right now as you're doing it right now, except that you know there'll be some changes in the usability and the performance of the applications and what have you. And there'll be a minor uh, difference in the operational cost and, and the bottom lines of IT organization, right? And if you think about it, the budget that the IT organization usually gets in the larger organizational budget is about 2 to 3% of the total organization. And you're saying that you want to re- reduce the IT organizational budget by... I don't know, 10, 15, 20%. If you look at this from a large perspective, the impact to the bottom line of the business is hardly anything. And that's why the business really doesn't care whether you modernize your application and technology platform or not. And we haven't even talked about the inconvenience that they will have to go through in modernizing applications and technologies. The application downtime that will be required or uh, they'll have to dedicate resources to uh, do usability testing of the new applications. And, uh, and, and there is a risk, of course, that the project might fail or uh, we might lose data or, and so on and so forth. These large transformations are not completely risk-free, you know, even though uh, the integration partners may have you believe that you know, they'll be totally risk-free, but transformations are never risk-free. Having said that, is application and technology modernization necessary? I think it is. Of course it is. It's just that asking for a large budget to dedicatedly modernize technology may not make sense to the business. So the question arises, why do we need to modernize applications and technologies? There are a number of benefits the first of which being the operational costs go down. But that's the commercial aspect which the business may or may not be interested in depending upon what the impact is. Other benefits are extensibility, which is being able to add new capabilities, add new features without having to worry about a large project or a program. Scalability, being able to cater to a large group of people suddenly, uh, which is also called elasticity. There is paradigm shift so from going from monolithic applications to microservices also provides that extensibility there is a reduction of capital expenditure when you move from an infrastructure as a service model onto a software as a service model the initial capital expenditure that is required to 
provision new hardware or procure new hardware is completely taken over by the software provider and and it's not that you have to just buy your hardware once every eight years or 10 years your hardware is going to expire your licenses are going to expire your support is going to expire and you'll have to either extend the licenses or basically go through a hardware refresh which which requires an extensive capital expenditure all of this is taken care of by the software provider once you go from an infrastructure as a service to a software as a service model so definitely there are benefits of having application and technology modernization done so now we have a dichotomy on one side we are saying that the business really doesn't care about application and technology modernization and they really don't want to invest upfront in modernizing applications they they don't really want to invest on a dedicated program that essentially modernizes applications and technologies and on the other hand we are saying that it is a necessary evil so how do we take care of this now like i have talked about in many of my previous episodes of this podcast is that every organization these days and you know things are changing in the past organizations used to remain the same but these days what's happening is there are newer technologies coming in there are new business models coming in and every organization goes through uh, transformation after transformation one after the other you know in older days we used to have one transformation in a really long time these days organizational transformation is more common as soon as you finished one transformation you jump into another one even if you look at the number of mergers and acquisitions that are happening or the amount of money that is being invested in mergers acquisitions and divestitures you'll notice that the numbers are going up at an incredible rate every organization goes through mergers and acquisitions almost on an annual basis even if you look at the Uh, large transformations that organization goes through to save money to you know they change the organizational structure they uh, change the way we do business they uh, start new product launches or they get rid of old products that are not really doing well these are all organizational transformation these are all projects and programs that require the organization to completely change the way they do business so considering that the organization is going through multiple transformations what can essentially be done is the technology modernization can be done vertically instead of horizontally what i mean to say is let's say that there is a financial services organization and it has recently gone through a merger right it has entered a new geography and to enter the geography there are regulatory norms that uh, that mandate the organization to have a stake in an organization that is local to that geography so there has been an acquisition now this acquisition is going to require that the uh, organization goes through change which means that you know we'll have to merge multiple business functions we'll have to change the organizational structure we'll have to look at uh, business processes that exist in both the organizations so and pick and choose which processes we are going to keep which processes we are going to let go and so on and so forth also there are going to be applications that are going to change right there are common applications like uh, like recruitment uh, applications or applications that are used for employee benefits or applications that are used for finance and accounting and treasury uh, in a financial services organizations which may exist in both the organizations so when we go through a merger we pick and choose which applications are we going to keep which applications we are going to decommission which also 
raises the question of data because their data exists in both the organizations which is being managed by these applications. So when we pick and choose applications, we are going to have to go through data migrations. We are going to move data from uh, uh, within one application to another or from within one database into another. And it is a large organizational change from a database standpoint as well. But the most important thing is that there is going to be a technological change. Both the organizations are going to merge, which means that it would be a good idea if we have a singular model of how we are managing technologies. Now, I have seen in the past that there was one organization that got acquired by another organization, and this organization uh, did not have its own IT at all, right? They had outsourced their entire IT because it was a small financial services organization. But when it did get acquired, the larger organization that acquired it had a complex IT organization. So, so not only did the um, organization that got acquired have to go through a transformation, but also the organization that acquired had to go through this transformation. They had to uh, align all the applications, align all the data, align all the technologies, and so on and so forth. And this is just one transformation, right? As soon as this transformation get, gets over, there's a new transformation, and then there's a new transformation. And And what we can do is... The, when the technology landscape is changing because of all these transformations that are happening, we can always modernize the applications and technologies during these transformations as these transformations happen. And the business is not going to mind if you tell them that we're going to increase the budget just a wee bit, probably 0.5% of the larger transformation budget that's there, and say that we're going to modernize the applications. We look at what are these applications? Are they infrastructure as a service or are they SaaS applications or uh, are there applications that are approaching their end of life? Are there uh, technologies that are approaching end of life? Is there any hardware that needs to be refreshed? And as a part of this business transformation that we are going through, we can modernize our applications. And considering that there are so many transformations happening one after the other in every organization, eventually all the business functions are going to be impacted. So, it's easy for the business to understand why we are investing this money. It is more acceptable for them to get the transformation done as a part of a larger business transformation. It's not a dedicated application and technology transformation, and, and everybody is happier. So I personally feel that going through a legacy technology migration um, or running a dedicated program that essentially uh, modernizes legacy applications only and does nothing else, no business transformations, etc., is not the best use of time and resources within the organization. Enterprise architects need to not just look at technologies and applications, but also start looking at the business transformations that are happening within the organization and see if they can align the application and technology modernization projects within these larger business transformation projects. I have gone through these legacy transformation projects in the past and and we are going through some at the moment and I'm not going to say that these programs and projects are a failure. You know, they've been a success and they've added value to the business and 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 my opinion is just that doing these transformations in a vertical fashion, business function by business function, transformation by transformation is a much better use of resources, money and time for everybody. But that's just my opinion. 
Let me know what you think about all of this. That's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. More about organizational agility, innovation, and enterprise architecture in the practical world, in the business, right here on the show. But before I end the show, I want you to help me out with this one little thing. Pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I ask. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp or any social media of your choice. And it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing this listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. Uh, we also have a Telegram group if you would like to contribute to the EA discussions or what have you. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram. Now, the URL to join the group is https colon slash slash t.me slash enterprise architecture radio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, we are very easy to find. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even Discord. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.